Welcome to the Outpost Church Podcast. In this episode, you'll be hearing from our April Discipleship Training with Tim and Heidi Coleman. We were super blessed to witness their teaching and hope that you'll be just as encouraged. Thanks for listening. So God has a precedence where he speaks those things that are not or he, or he encourages, even if the person isn't there to hear it, there is a way that the Holy Spirit connects them to this prayer and makes it happen. So, you know, we're not limited by geographical space. Is there someone here that would like, when we started talking, you'd like prayer for a specific kind of healing thing that we can just, and you're bold enough to have a crack and come out the front? Yeah? You are? Awesome. What was your first name? Ernie. Ernie. Come out the front, Ernie. Do you, want to, do you sit or do you stand? You can lay on the ground if that's a, if that's a way. What would you like prayer for, Ernie? I've been in pain for uh, oh, two weeks. Oh, two weeks of pain? Yep. I think it is related. Well, I don't know what it's related to, but it feels like either vertebrae or liver. Okay. Yep. I'm not sure. All right, so I think the lower part of your back. Oh, okay, yes. All right, yeah. Right, uh, this side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm one of those uh, teachers that uh, gets my left and right confused. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, so uh, it's interesting that Ernie has come up because I was tossing around in my mind do I open it up to everybody or do I ask that the person that has pain right here to come forward? So I know it sounds a bit disingenuous now that he's actually come forward, but the whole, the whole reason that I'm telling you this is because uh, this is how we operate. We're actually always feeling our way and we're trying to work out, is this the word that I've heard? Um, and there's nothing wrong with going slow and talking to the person as we go. And so what I'm doing is I'm actually letting you know that I had that thought first and I chose this rather than the first thing. Okay, because these are the thoughts that when we do ministry that we have to kind of we have to kind of work with. And what that tells me as the person who's about to pray for Ernie is that God is already on Ernie's life and you know God is actually looking to do things uh, that are probably further than what I can see and what Ernie can see as well. Okay, but uh, so Ernie's come forward and he said he has pain here, so that's where we're going to start. So he, uh, what, what sort of pain is it? Is there intense pain? Okay, so, so it goes in different, it goes in waves and it's like a dull ache. Okay. Now, um, when Ernie come up, is there anybody that straight away knew some of this information? Anyone who's like just sitting there thinking, yeah, I actually think those things. So you guys did. All right. Oh, you already knew it. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> so sometimes, uh, sometimes the hardest people to pray for are the people that are in their own church because 
We know stuff. So I don't know, how do I know that stuff? So that's why, like, when we're operating in this, I'll make sure that I tell you what I know and what I don't know and the thoughts that I'm actually kind of going through. Okay, so if we were out all this, I wouldn't have mentioned that uh, I wouldn't have mentioned that I had this thought about his lower part of his back. Um, I'm only doing it because we're sort of doing this as a group. I would just keep that. But I would be like inside, I'd be like, high five God. All right, we're on the right path here. Okay, so what we're going to do now is we're going to pray for Ernie. We're going to use Ernie's words to pray for his pain. And we're going to, sometimes with, um, I get this a lot, people say, you know, the Bible says, you know, Jesus said be healed and the person was healed and then Jesus went on to do something else. I'm not Jesus and I'm learning this just like everybody else is. So quite often we end up carving off the pain bit by bit. So it'll, it'll lower or if he said the waves of pain and he also said there's a dull ache. So we might start with one of them and one of them might go. Now what that tells us as followers of Jesus, we're on the right path. And just because it doesn't go in the first thing doesn't mean that I stop or I give up. But I, I just stick with that process. Does that kind of make sense? So we're, we, you know, we, we don't know what's about to happen. We know theologically that God is good and God loves Ernie so much that he sent his only son to die for Ernie. That he died, when Jesus hung on the cross, he actually not only took our sin, but he took all of our pain and all of our sickness. Um, and so essentially Jesus paid for Ernie's healing 2,000 years ago, not just now. Okay, so we're going to do the same thing again. We're going to pray for Ernie. We're going to speak to the pain. We're going to pause uh, and check whether the pain's gone, and then we're going to come back to Ernie, okay? Oh, so one more thing. Ernie, do you go to church? You're like a, yeah. Can you, can you do me a favour? Instead of praying with us, do you have a, uh, a favourite fishing place or anything like that? Do you fish or do you... Or are you like a... Do you go out in the scrub? Do you, do you have a place that you go for for peace? Sailing, you're a sailor. Okay, I want you to picture yourself on your sailing boat, sailing somewhere. Okay? So kind of don't listen to us until we actually kind of ask you a question. I know it's a bit weird and it seems counterproductive, but one of the, one of the things that we do um, as a kind of uh, a way to help people is that we get them not focused on receiving and not focused on the prayer that we're praying because what happens is that we start to take those words into our mind and the words actually need to bypass the mind. They need to be down here where the Holy Spirit is and it needs to sort of work in here. I think you just hung up on Carla. You did? Is that, is that okay? Okay. Okay, so we'll go back, we'll reset. And this is, this is normal. Like, uh, you, sometimes I've gone to pray for someone and then someone that they've known has rocked up right in the middle of that. So you don't go, hang on, buddy, you can't go talk to them. Uh, you just let them conversation roll on and you wait patiently. Uh, because we want to honour the person we're praying for. And so we, we, you could say, look, I'll be back in 15 minutes, have that conversation, seek me out. But it's nicer just to give up our time and just to stay with them and to comfort them. All right, so we're back to pain. So, Father, we speak over this pain. Father, we speak over dull ache. Can I just command dull ache to go in Jesus' name? 
And Father, I speak over those internal organs and particularly the internal organs, the way they connect to what the rib cage and to the lower part of the back and the way they connect to the bones. And Father, I speak healing over those, that tissue. I speak the reconnection uh, of um, what looks like just it looks like space where there should be connection. So Father, I speak connection over those organs right now in the name of Jesus. I speak connection to the muscles, the, the sinews, all the, all the bits and pieces, the tissue to reconnect in the name of Jesus. And I speak that dull ache to go right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill. Holy Spirit, fill. 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 Fill any up in Jesus' name. I also speak to the waves of pain. Uh, I speak over the waves of pain on the, on the spine and I speak to the nerves and I command them to be calm in Jesus' name. To be calm. To be like a, a sea that is flat in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, feel, feel, feel. And I just speak your Holy Spirit's presence to, uh, to, to flow down Ernie's spine. And as you flow, just touch each vertebrae. Touch the connective tissue between each vertebrae. Speak healing and wholeness all the way down his spine. Holy Spirit, feel, feel, feel. And down into, into his pelvis, the way that connects. I speak over the muscles and tendons. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, feel. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Amen. All right, all we're going to do is we do a we do the check. So before we before we check with Ernie, we want to we've we've spoken some things. We notice you'll notice that we speak the thing, and then we ask the Holy Spirit to fill. Kind of you can use any word that you want that is uh, you know kind of releasing the Holy Spirit to actually fill that part of His body. Um, you know that's the. the all sorts of people do all sorts of things. You just ask God, what, what does it look like to me? And it, it's, it's that activation. So we're asking God what's happened, and now we're going to check with Ernie to see if it lines up. If so, we're going to, first of all, we're going to ask him, do you feel different, the same, or worse? Worse is quite common as well. All right, so Ernie, how are we doing? Are we different, the same, or worse? Same. Same. Anyone else feel the same when you checked? Tough crowd today. All right. What we know is we're going to now go to the next step. So that's step number one is that we pray. Now, again, I kind of feel that, you know, I see the thermometer kind of halfway up, but it doesn't bother me that when there's a disconnect between what I feel and what Ernie feels, that just means that there's going to be a bit of a time delay, possibly. Because remember, we're not the one that does the healing. We are the one, the Bible says that we lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's our bit. Okay? So what we're doing now is we're going to ask for a word. So quite often there is a sticking point. I remember when we did this before, the other end of the church. Quite often come down to there being a word of knowledge that we needed that unlocked things. Sometimes it's about cares. It could be all sorts of things. Okay, and it's 
It's a lot harder to do the way we're doing it um, because the person has to stop and you know they have to listen and then go back and forth. Okay, so we're going to ask for the group again. So you need to be ready to be bold. You might have a word. Now it can't be something that you know about Ernie already. Alright, or it, I mean it may be. Like if you're reminded of a time that you saw Ernie with his lawnmower or something, uh, that's okay, you know, speak that out and we'll see how we go on the group kind of thing. Alright. So Father, we need uh we need a word, Father. We ask you for the next thing that we need to pray over Ernie, in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, fill. Father, just speak a feeling of Ernie, Father. I ask that your presence would fill him up. Uh, Father, I just say like a, a wine barrel that uh, has sort of a, a, a third of the wine in it and uh, you desire that his barrel would be full. So Holy Spirit, I speak your filling of that barrel. Holy Spirit, fill. Holy Spirit, flow over him. Father, I ask that you would flow over Ernie in um, the way that he's actually thinking right now, Father. You know his inner thoughts and that you would flow in the way that he's actually expecting you to. That deep expectation that he has, Father. Holy Spirit, fill, 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 fill right to the top. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I ask that you flow from the tip of his head all the way to his foot. Flow, 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 in Jesus' name. Disconnect, yep. Yeah. All right. So, Father, we speak that uh, disconnection from the pain and connection to you, in Jesus' name. Yep. Yeah, so same as the disconnection. Thank you, Jesus. Yep. Yep, speak that out. Hmm. 
Okay, so Father, we also speak over those chains that would break. Uh, Father, um, thank you, Jesus. You know how to speak that? So you just say, speak this over and. Yep, got it, yep. We uh, bless Ernie, Father, and all these things. And I speak your Holy Spirit's presence to activate all of these words uh, over his body. And, Father, we speak healing and we speak peace in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, fuel. Okay. All right, we're... Oh, sorry, you... Yeah? Yes. Ah, resting. Alright, we're going to check with Ernie and see where we're at. And, uh, yeah, go from there. So, different or the same? Hmm. 
slightly better. I felt I felt some vertebrae pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All right. Well, take a seat. We'll we'll have a we'll have a uh, um, you call. We'll um, thank you. And yes. So um, you'll notice that, so if you're in a little group and you go to pray and there's five of you um, and they're all there, then those words will actually come from each person. And you notice that uh, there are lots of the same word. Now, if we were a cynic, we'd say, well, it's because the first person said it. But you know if it's come from here or if it's come from there. And you notice that Josh's was a thing that had already happened to him before. Um, if we had a lot of Indigenous people here then quite often the pictures that we would see would relate to their culture and they may not relate to us at all. You know, I've, um, I have had words to people of stuff that I don't even know what it is. And so it can be difficult when we're trying to explain those things. I might uh, let Heidi do some inner healing stuff. I'll use the whole session up. But I'll come back and we will pray for... I've got a couple of words... Oh, before I do that, before, no, one more thing. So um, sometimes it takes a while, there is a time, uh, to move the person from unwell all the way through. Other times it's really quick. If we spend a lot of time preaching, then quite often it's really quick. Um, and that's because you're sort of soaking in the word and the word has time to really work. Other times when we, um, we train people that, you know, you don't need worship, you don't need the word, you need to be able to do it on the spot. So we're kind of doing a mix today of all these bits and pieces. So it's not that God is taking a while to move. It's quite often we could have got all of those words, I could have got all those words in the first moment for Ernie and that would have brought it all the way through. So what I'm trying to, I guess, say is that it's up to us to hear and to act on those things. Alrighty. Um, like Tim and I are finding is that your physical um, healing is quite often connected to a uh, emotional um, weight that now science, it's super exciting listening to science, isn't it? Because they're actually watching brain scans when we watch horror movies. Not that I watch horror movies. And they are watching what lights up when. And they are actually um, finding that what Jesus is saying what God's saying in the Bible is actually what we should be doing, like as if we didn't know that, but now we do. So it is key to keep in touch with how you're going because that loads you up and then quite often that weighs your whole body down. Your whole body starts to panic and says, systems overload, I'm weighed down, I'm going to break down here, I can't function here, I can't process that food. You know, all of that stuff starts to get entangled into what we are, where is, is mine backwards? Ah, no forwards, here we go. That's all right. All right, so 
Oh, I have just worked on this process. Now, it's very interesting, Ernie's situation, because about a week ago, I had had a back pain, lower back pain for a while, and I don't know what I did. I, I, sometimes I overwork. I'm just picking stuff up, chucking stuff out, and I just, I think I did too much um, at the house we're tidying up at Malala. So Tim just said to me after a week, he said, Heidi, why don't you just, uh, you know, get rid of all the cares? But I'm telling everyone else to do it, and I don't do it myself. Like, I'm like a Titanic. Does everyone know the Titanic? I'm going to bash through this, I'm going to bash through that. Why don't I just, like, deal with it and get on with it? So anyway, that's a, a bit like how we do. We carry, we load up, and we forget to offload. So this inner healing thing is a super quick, easy thing that we can do. It's a process every day we can check in. So then I went and I did all my cares thing, chucked it off and my back went, it's fine. So it was healed there and then. So this is a process and these are all the Bible verses that I, when I work with someone, these are the Bible verses I use. So in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, it says that God's peace is in, and we are, um, we have God's peace and we are a spirit, soul and body. The three things um, are all connected and the three things are all separate at the same time. So when we speak to our body, the Holy Spirit is in us 100%. We can speak to our body. We can have our mind agreeing with what we're saying, okay? So it's, um, if this is... Uh, something that you remember, then we can operate out of those things. That's how we're made up of spirit, soul and body. Ephesians 3, 16, 17. Uh, the ones in yellow are all talking about where the spirit is. So um, in the Ephesians 1, it says in your innermost being. In the 1 John 1, it's in your bowels, in your heart. Excellent, we're talking about bowels. Great. Proverbs 20, 27, belly, heart, being. These are all translations talking about where the spirit is. And it keeps coming back to the Holy Spirit is in here, in your innermost being. This is where you're, um, not this thump, 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 heart place. So you can look these up. Proverbs 4, 23, heart, inner being. It's all translated from the King James, uh, connected back into the center of you, the core of you. So... In John 14, 27, it says, My peace I leave with you, not as the world has a peace, but this is my peace. So there we go. Ding, ding, ding. My peace out on a sailboat is what I'm trying to create peace, whereas he says, My peace I leave with you. It is different to the world. So we need to start getting in touch with his peace, not our peace, how we make peace peace happen around us but it's this peace that I can have any time of the day no matter what's going on Colossians 3.15 let peace be your umpire okay let me read that one again mine's out of the amplified and let peace which is the soul harmony which comes from Christ rule, okay? That's going to act as an umpire continually in your hearts. So we've decided here, it's in here, it's going to rule continually. 
It's deciding and settling with finality all the questions that arise in your minds. So when you have questions that arise in your minds, that's where you need to go, to that peace. Do I have peace about this? Okay, because this goes crazy about going, yeah, I'd love to go on that holiday. Yeah, I'd love to do this. Yeah, I'd love to do that. But this does not go crazy. The Holy Spirit in you gives you that peace to say, yeah, nah. Okay, great, quick way of working out peace. And it says all those questions. He wants to be involved in every part of our lives, doesn't he? Every question we have, he wants to be there. Okay, who am I going to marry? That was a tricky one for me, let me tell you. I have been brought up in a family, sorry, I diverge a little bit sometimes, with tall brothers, brother, tall cousins, tall, 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 tall. And then I go to uni and I meet Tim. He's short. So no problems. I'm not interested in him because he's too short. And he looked at me and said, no problems. I'm not interested in her. She's way too tall. But then we actually get to know each other. And you know I've ha- I had... In my head, all all my life, I wanted to marry someone who was my best friend. And I didn't want them marrying me because I come from a big family that's got, you know, a few churches and stuff. I didn't want them marrying me for my family because my family is quite well known. So that I said to God. And so then when Tim comes along and we get to know each other, I go, hey, he's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm hanging out like I'm a best friend, but I'm still not looking at him in the way that I can marry him because he's too short. And then God had to go, ding, 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 wake up, Heidi. He's the one for you. So isn't that pretty cool that sometimes what we're thinking up here is not lining up with what God's got in here. So keep being open in here. The Holy Spirit will give you peace about what you have to decide any decisions. Okay, so that peaceful state to which as members of Christ's one body you were also called to live and be thankful, appreciative and giving praise to God always. I love that in bit, thanking God. Okay, so this is when we are working with people with inner um, healing, we are, this is like our gauge, okay? Have you got peace about it? And I work with, quite often we use the feelings. Are you feeling um, disappointed? Are you feeling sad? That just starts to trigger something. And then we go, why? So this is our little method that I've made. So we, we can look at, sometimes people know why straight off. Sometimes people go, yeah, I am irritated with this person and they didn't ask me anything about what to do and they didn't include me. So people know straight away. But the feeling is the thing that gets, seems to get attached and seems to weigh us down and seems to be the thing that bubbles up again. Just go, ugh, why am I so angry again? Okay, so I just wrote out one, angry and frustrated and then friends didn't include me. And then we've got to look at the solutions. And pretty well all the time, forgiveness is in that solution column. And forgiveness with the Holy Spirit. So I say too many times we're used to saying, I forgive. 
here, not here. Jesus died on the cross so that we would have complete freedom, complete access to forgiveness, so we use him, not our heads, okay? Quite often we think in our heads, but we need to use the Holy Spirit that says, and we need to engage the Holy Spirit in our forgiveness as we do it. And then he will say to you inside, peace, that's gone now. You're all good. You're free. Okay? Um, a little story of mine. I got angry. That was after I'd been here in February. Because <laughs> it wasn't about you guys. Um, Tim's dad passed away at the end of last year. And so when someone is in grief, it was a farming accident. So it was pretty sudden. And so I picked up everything. And I picked up Tim. I picked up organising the family. I picked up, I carried. Yeah, they were awesome though. We just quickly texted all of those churches and we had visiting people, two lots of visiting people. Anyway, it worked. But I picked it up and I picked up too much. I didn't just offload it and say, Holy Spirit, help me. Whereas I go, all right, we got this, carry him, do that, grab this, okay? And organised the 21st, organised a lot of things in that time. So after you guys, I, uh, there was one thing, and sometimes it is just one thing that says, you're on the edge, girl, and poof, And I got angry. And I said, I've got to walk to the fridge. Did I, I haven't told you this story, have I? I've told a few people. Anyway, walking to the fridge, our fridge is 800 metres down the road. It does not store food. It is our mailbox. So I, I am heading to the fridge 800 metres down the road because I just had to start walking. And if you are, like, we should all have strategies, shouldn't we, of when things get on top of us, what do we do? Walking is a good one, okay? Whatever your strategy is, allow yourself to do that strategy to get to a place of peace and get to a place where you are chatting with God. So I head off to the fridge and I get halfway down. I'm going, God, what is going on with me? Why am I so angry? And so then it said, Heidi, you have loaded up. You need to offload and you need to learn to keep offloading, okay? So I said, oh, all right, good. I thank you for getting through me through this time. It has been heavy. I recognise that I loaded up too much. And I recognise it's not my ability to hold this. It is your ability to carry me through these things and help me. And then I said, God, forgive me. And I kept walking. And I said, forgive me, God, for just not trusting you and just not leaning on you. I'm not made to do this. And so I just did the forgiveness thing. As I'm walking, taking a breath, taking a breath, Forgive me, God. I'm allowing, I'm just opening up that channel of forgiveness to flow. Forgiveness flow. Until the breath came that I felt peace. Peace, it's done. So I keep, yes. Yes, because you'll need the mic. Talking about forgiveness. Hang on. In 98, I was diagnosed with liver cancer and given three months to live. And when they gave me that diagnosis, I thought, no way, I'm not dying. I don't accept that. I feel okay, I'm not dying. I'd had surgery. 
but they removed the cancer from my liver. And uh, um, so I thought, well, I better just pray to God about this. So I prayed to God and I asked for forgiveness. And this voice came into my head and said, well, if you expect me to forgive you, you have to forgive those that you haven't forgiven. So I thought, I want to live. I'll do anything. So um, I forgave them. And then I said to God, I've, I've forgiven everybody. And the voice said to me, no, you haven't. And then all these photographs of people that I'd stuck to the back of my mind that I'd forgotten about, including a very nasty music teacher, um, and I forgave them as well. And as soon as I did, this peace just flowed right over me. And I was a bit of a doubting Thomas, and I thought, well, I'll go to the naturopath who can tell me if I've had cancer or not. And she does a blood test, and she said to me, your blood's normal. She said, you sure you've had cancer? Awesome, thank you. I'm a music teacher. Wow. <laughs> I haven't had the report that I'm nasty, so that's good. That is awesome, yeah. And that's the Holy Spirit. When he starts on you, he will keep going because he does want us free. He wants us to live free. So these lessons in life are so good, aren't they? That he wants to keep going until we're free and then we get going again. So I'm on my way to the fridge, I get to the fridge, turn around and waltz on back and then I nearly get to the house and crack, I just, I don't get scared easy but this was like a lightning bolt crack, that's how cracky it was. Anyway, so I stop and I just look around and my heart is thumping and I look over and a massive half a tree had just fallen off, like went crack. And I quickly just looked around and thought, am I safe? Is there any other trees going to fall over or break? It was just so random. And then the next thing that popped into my head was God saying, that branch is going to die because it is not connected anymore. So what I had just done, he says, it's going to die. Stop carrying stuff, Heidi. Learn to offload it regularly. It doesn't have any root or life left when it is broken off. It is done. It is complete. So now that branch still had green on it for a while. As I was driving up, I'd look at that branch because it's quite a big one and it's off on the side of the road near our house. It is now brown. It took a while to go brown. So in our whole beings, God breaks stuff off. He can crack stuff off of us in here and he will continue to do that. Our minds have tracks, okay? They remember things. That's when the green is going to start dying. But the green is sometimes still there. We still have the memory of things. And this, this, the way it's broken down is by not using that track anymore and by using another track. By using, if you have the feeling that I'm not loved or I, I wasn't loved or don't have purpose... We, once you break that off inside of yourself with the Holy Spirit and the power of God, that forgiveness and that freedom, then you start making another track. Get verses, I am loved. I belong. I have a purpose here in life. So you start to work with your brain and let that branch die until it's brown and it no longer has attachment because you have broken it here and you're free. So... To me, oh, I just, it's just powerful every time I work with someone 
um, and this process is just a process because when I get here and we've done the forgiveness and the person is free, you can then go back and say, can you picture that person? Are you still angry with them? And you know what? They won't have that feeling anymore because the Holy Spirit has broken that off. And then they look at them and they go, oh, nah, it's fine. So that's a little bit of a check. Go back. Yeah, yeah, we're done. It's all good. Too often I've seen people go round in circles. It comes up again. Why is it coming up? I'm stuck. It's because we haven't done that. Forgiveness, broken free. Okay? And then you can use that to start to work on the tracks in your head, in your brain. No? Holy Spirit says, done. I am loved. Okay? So, that is my simple inner healing and peace being your gauge. Did you want to pray? Tim, or do you want to do something? Cool. How much time have we got? We, I, doesn't matter, I can. Yeah, okay. All right. What I want you to do, let's just do this. We're going to pray, and when I work with people, we pray first to have a sense of the Holy Spirit. And someone has said, uh, it's like dropping down into your spirit, and we do it in worship, we do it when we pray. We shut off, and we're in peace. Like, you can do it, some people can do it pretty quick, okay? And then... I would like to pray for people who have disappointment. Disappointment that can be from whatever. But quite often it's just, you go, yeah, I got that. So let's just pray for that. All right? Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence of peace. And I just speak your peace over each person here now. And I speak your presence as strong and strong as full-on, filling, overflowing. And it's a peace that runs through our whole body. Every cell, every cell experience the presence of the Holy Spirit flooding from the top of our minds, top of our heads, just flowing down over our minds and it calms our minds. Because Holy Spirit, you are good to us. And it flows through our face and it just relaxes every part of us to now just be in your presence. You are good, God. You are good. You are loving. You are kind. We are so grateful for your presence. Presence of peace. Presence of peace. You, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. So pretty quick to do that. Okay. You can do that wherever you are. So whenever you are around people, just do that stopping and dropping. It's like... And then listen to the Holy Spirit in your conversation with people or your interactions with people. Because he wants to show you what's going on underneath sometimes. So is there anyone, uh, we're not going to get you out the front, but if you want prayer for disappointment, we are going to pray for that right now. Is there anyone that feels like that is something? Yep, cool. 
Are you guys happy for people to put hands on you? Okay, yeah. And we're just going to speak to that disappointment. Is there anyone else? Yep. Are you happy for hands on? Cool. Are we all good? Okay, so what I want you to do, uh, you guys have put your hands up, is when you are listening to the Holy Spirit, he's going to bring up what that disappointment is. And you might already have that. Um, you might already know why that is. And so I want you to offload the disappointment out in front. So you don't have to speak it out, but well you can. But we're going to just say, this is why I'm disappointed. And that hurt. Now with this, if it is a person, we get hurt, we get disappointed in one hand. The other hand we go, but I know why. I understand. That understanding's fine, isn't it? To have that. It's okay, it's really good actually to understand why some people might have done certain things. But this hurt is not good to have in this. So this is what we're dealing with, alright? So we've worked with um, some people and um, one guy still working with that finds it really hard to go, yeah, but understand. We're going, that's okay. But here it hurts. And we don't want you carrying that, okay? Alright. So if there's anyone around these guys to pray with them, then we're going to speak that disappointment out of your bodies. Picture, is it a person or whatever it is, all right? So let's pray for these three here, here, and here. Pop your hands on them. Cool. And over here. Yep. Sorry, I don't know names, this guy here. Thank you. Cool. All right. Now you guys, if you've got, you get a picture around them, I want you to speak that picture into them as well, okay? Just like we've been doing outer healing, inner is still the same, listening to the Holy Spirit. Okay, cool. We just now speak this disappointment to come out of these guys and we speak it out in front. We're not having it in these bodies anymore. The disappointment and they know exactly what that disappointment is for or about. So we speak disappointment to come out, out of their bodies, out of their bodies, out of their bodies, in Jesus' name. We release those bodies from that in Jesus' name. We release them and the weight of it out in Jesus' name. And the reasons for that disappointment out of their bodies, out of their bodies in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. And as it comes up, as those pictures come up, we speak them. Speak them out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay. Now the next part, if there is a forgiveness part to this, let's speak out that forgiveness and it can be very private so you do not need to name people but if it is a person i want you to have to see the person in the pit in your mind and then use the holy spirit it is not your head okay take deep breaths and look at the person and say i forgive you i forgive you or it could be just receiving forgiveness yourself Forgive me. 
Forgive me. Forgive me. Oh, I forgive you. And take that deep breath. The Holy Spirit wants to do it all through your whole body. I forgive you. I forgive you. It releases you. It releases you. Forgiveness. 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 Take that deep breath in. The Holy Spirit wants to grab hold of you. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. And when you feel that release, that is that presence of peace. And sometimes people have told me it's a presence of nothingness, which means that it's an absence of disappointment. So you go until you feel that peace. Jesus name, Jesus name, Jesus name. We now just speak a feeling of your love, a feeling of your, um, it's your greatness that we trust you with things, that we can rely on you, Father. It's a feeling of your completeness in our beings. Jesus name, Jesus name, Jesus name, you are the one that satisfies us. You are the one that completes us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, if you guys praying from, if you had a picture and you want to just speak that to the people, speak it now. And if you want extra prayer look don't stop if you haven't got that peace okay if you think there's anything left we're going to keep praying but tim can come up and do his thing but just tap me and we'll keep going with you guys all right